This message was recorded at the Redeemed Christian Church of God Salvation Center, where we're maximizing potential and fulfilling destiny. We pray you'll be blessed as you listen to the following message. For your faithfulness. Thank you for your goodness. Thank you for your kindness. Of a truth, you are a good God. And we are grateful that you can call us your own. Lord, as we look into your word of life this morning, Jehovah, please speak to us. Give us understanding of your word. The word is Christ himself that we may know Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Praise the Lord. So what I'm doing is I'm starting a series today, a series that I've titled, The Things God Cannot Do. And somebody is saying, abomination, what can God not do? (laughs) Well, we will find out. Uh, and what I'm starting with today in the introduction, I believe with all my heart that God wants to encourage somebody. So I want you to open up your heart. Uh, Don't allow yourself to be distracted and just pay attention uh, to what God has to say to to the church. I'm going to start by making two statements and uh, posing a question. And I want you to think about it because understanding is very, very important. There's a video they're going to play in about two, three, um, in about five minutes uh, to make this point. I posted this this in the workers uh, group on WhatsApp, Salvation Center Workers Group, you know, and uh, many people were touched by it. So I remember late last night, I said, I I didn't post it for my brother, so I posted it in the men's group. They have blocked me. Well, they didn't block me. They just didn't add me to the women's group. So you will see it now (laughs) in a little bit. I want to first of all start by saying every believer, every Christian is a theologian. You know, when you hear the word theologian, you're thinking of some heavy academic people. That might be true in some sense, right? But every believer technically is a theologian. What's theology? Theo means God, not theo. (laughs) Theo means God or theos is God and logy is study. So theology is the study of God. Every believer should be studying to know God. The scripture says, study to show yourself approved, a workman that needs not be ashamed. Praise the Lord. So when we come to church on Sunday like this, one of the things you must expect to happen is to expect to know a little bit more about God. And that is what I mean by every believer is a theologian. I'm laying a foundation for us to build on later on. Number two, if every believer is a theologian, if every believer ought to be seeking to know God and studying God, then what's the purpose? And that's the video. The why. Why should I seek to know God? This video makes the point better than I can say, and I want you to watch it. It's less than three minutes. Are you ready, guys? Please play. That's what I do. My why is to inspire people to walk in purpose. So I can do comedy. I can write books. I can be in a movie. 
because all of it is motivated by my why. And in the middle of my comedy set sometime, I'll stop and just talk to my audience. And we've been filming this, and it's, you know, it's, it's pretty cool. So you're a musical director. Cool. Yes, sir. All right, so um, let, me get a couple, let me get a couple bars of, like, uh, Amazing Grace. Can you do the first part of that? Let me, go ahead. Amazing Grace, how sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. That bro could sing, you know what I'm saying? All right, all right. Um, now, once you give me the version, is if uh, your uncle just got out of jail, you got shot in the back when you was a kid. I'm just saying, let me see the hood version real quick. If you know which version I'm talking about, just see if that exists. Let me see what you got. When he sang the first time, you thought it was bad? Everybody, every one of you thought, oh, wow, that man can sing. But when the why came into question, or he understood why he's singing, everything changed. Everything changes when the why is understood. And this is, uh, these are some of the things that Pastor Joyce has been teaching uh, for the past few weeks. So number three, the purpose, so one of the conclusions the guy made was when the why is understood, then your why becomes your purpose. Right? You can act, you can do better because you have an understanding why you're doing what you're doing. Let me give you a quick personal example. Uh, when I joined the military, I joined the military because my, I, <laughs> I came to America in November, December, my wife got pregnant. You know? And I didn't have a job. She was the only one that had a job. Now she's having morning sickness. She can't work. Guess what? I signed up. I joined the military. While I, got to, while I was in uh, boot camp and life was hard and I wanted to quit, Guess what? 
I remember I have a pregnant wife <laughs> and a little kid that I left at home. I stuck with it. I finished. Why? I understood the purpose. Why I'm doing what I was doing. So when it comes to studying God and knowing God, it's important for us to know why. All right? The purpose of studying and uh, knowing God is so that we can have knowledge of who God is. Yeah? And knowledge is useless if it doesn't bring about a transformation. I'll tell you what I mean. So I go to school to study nursing. Right? I'm learning. I'm studying so that I can what? Become a nurse. The purpose of studying is becoming. So when we seek to know God, we study God, we study the attributes of God, what we're doing is we're learning about God so that we can become like him. Our scripture of the month makes that point. Colossians 3 and verse 12, right? It says, as dearly beloved of God, the elect of God, holy and beloved, it says, put on bowels of mercy. Why? Because God is a merciful God. Right? God is plenteous in mercy. So when we study the attributes of God, it's so that we can become like him. So the purpose of studying is not to come and preach a sermon. That's not the purpose. The purpose of studying is not so that I can memorize scriptures and just quote scriptures without reading. You know, I can read Genesis from uh, Genesis 1 to, that's not, that's irrelevant if it's not bringing about a transformation. Colossians chapter 3 verse 10, listen to this. It says, put on your new nature and be renewed as you learn to know your creator and what? Read it out loud. So, they is selling us the reason we learn to know God is so that we can become like him. Uh, my prayer is that this month particularly and going forward, we will put on those attributes of God. We will have bowels of mercy towards one another. So this series titled uh, Things God Cannot Do. I will tell you what I am not talking about. I am not talking about the ability or inability of God. Okay? When you say things God cannot do, there's something that may register in the heart about ability. Oh, I can't do that because I'm not able to do it. That's not what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about are, is, are the things that God has bound himself by his word. And the same is true for you and I as believers. 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 23. 1 Corinthians 10, verse 23. It says, all things are lawful for me, but all things are not expedient for me. So the fact that I can do it does not mean I should do it. Two different things. Amen? The fact that I can does not mean I should. For example, somebody slaps you and you are not lame. 
you know, <laughs> you have power in your, <laughs> you just give them like a double dose. If they did one, you just back, back. Say, <laughs> so next time you think before you are. <laughs> no. What he's talking about is, even though it may be lawful, it's retaliation. You did it to me and I'm doing it back to you, but he's saying you shouldn't. Because as a child of God, not all things are expedient for us when it comes to expediency. The Bible tells us in uh, Psalm 138, verse 2, I'm reading the King James Version here. Psalm 132, uh, 38, and verse 2. It says, I will worship toward thy holy temple and praise thy name for thy loving kindness and for thy truth. For thou hast magnified thy word above all thy name. It means God has put guardrails and parameters in place for himself, by himself. He, what, he, what his word says is what he does. So if somebody is believing God for something that is outside of the scope of scripture, if it happens, God didn't do it. So you desire somebody else's wife for example. And now you have taken the wife from the person and say, God did it. You plus Satan, you connived together and you made it happen. So, what the scripture is saying to you and I is that even God has, by his word, put parameters about his Godship, if you may. And say that, I will not do. And the other, I will not do. Today, no, let's just leave it there. It's 1147. We hope you've been blessed by this message. We encourage you to fellowship with us here at Salvation Center if you are in the San Antonio area. For more information, visit our website at www.rccgsanantonio.org.